The Essence of Tea, episode 14. Welcome. You are listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we share about the world of tea with you. From tea tastings to tea history and culture to tea education, health, and wellness, the Essence of Tea is your tea companion through your personal transformation and growth. I'm your host, Jenny Jie. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Essence of Tea podcast. This is our live video podcast, and I'm so happy that you took the time out of your super busy holiday schedule to join me on this really fun episode on tea. It's going to be covering the infusion of tea and wine. Isn't that exciting? So different. So if you've watched any of my podcasts before, I've done different kinds of tea recipes. I even recently did an episode on baking a turkey with tea. I've done baking desserts with tea, cocktails with tea. But today we'll be talking about a very tasty treat of steeping your tea like cold brew in wine. So I have several different wine options today. I have um, a Pinot Grigio. I have a Chardonnay. I'm actually a big fan of Chardonnays, even though it's very hard to find a very good Chardonnay. Um, And Melbecks for more of a redder one. So if you've never had an Argentinian um, Melbeck, that's my favorite red, darker type of wine is a Melbeck. So... We have something very fruity, very light. We have something just like traditional um, white wine, a Chardonnay, very basic, and then a Melbeck. And so I just went to Costco and got these this week. And I thought, you know, with the holidays coming up, this would be really fun to do. So last night I started infusing some of the teas into wine. And I wanted to show you how you do that. Now, why would you infuse tea with wine? Well, it's just like any other kind of culinary pairing. It's like doing a cheese and tea pairing or a chocolate and tea pairing. It is supposed to extract the notes, the positive, wonderful characteristics of the tea and the wonderful characteristics of the wine and pair them and accent them. Hey, Sharon, thank you so much for watching me today. we got people watching on Instagram also. We have all kinds of people watching on Instagram today, and we have people watching on Facebook. You can also watch on YouTube and Periscope right now, um, any of our live Essence of Tea podcast episodes. And so getting ready for the holidays, I thought, hey, let's do a wine infusion. So for the wine infusions I did last night, and if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, you'll be able to check out this other camera angle um, of, of the above angle here and be able to see what it looks like. So I did jasmine pearls, our organic hand-rolled jasmine pearls with the Pinot Grigio because it's so light. And yes, every one of these I actually chose to do cold brew. I did not steep the tea. I did not rinse the tea. I did not do anything to the dried tea leaves other than to drop them in the wine and let them sit overnight. So they've been in our fridge since I think 8.30 p.m. last night when I started measuring out my teas. Now, when you do this, how much tea do you actually put in? Well, 
that is based on the material of the tea. So the material of the tea is tea leaves. But if you know anything about the world of tea, it's extremely complex. So for jasmine pearls, which are hand rolled, they are very, very dense. And so they don't open up very easily. And you might be able to see here that some of them are still in the pearl shapes themselves. They hardly opened up. It's not like steeping it like regular tea. Now, some other people like to actually steep the tea, get it to open up the leaves already. And so then it will release its essence. But I don't like adding any extra water or heat or temperature changes that might change the chemistry of the wine infusion. I like to keep it raw as much as possible. So for the jasmine pearls, I did five grams in this um, small mason jar. And then I also did a Chardonnay and I did five grams with sencha, Japanese sencha green tea. Now, if you know anything about sencha green teas, they are extremely delicate, thin leaves. And so what's really amazing about the sencha with the Chardonnay is you're going to get more of a green tea, obviously, because it's a green tea, a Japanese green tea, but that umami seaweedy flavor, like you would get like those characteristics you love out of a smooth, creamy matcha. So we're using whole sencha and I did not use more than five grams because I know that the sencha tea leaves are very delicate and thin, but the jasmine pearls are very, very strong and the jasmine scentedness is very, it stands out a lot. So I also didn't want to use more than five grams in that. It wasn't that I was wanting to extract the green out of the jasmine pearls to pair with the Pinot Grigio, but it was that I didn't want to overpower it with jasmine because the Pinot Grigio just is so fruity and so light to begin with. And same thing with Essentia green tea. You might be able to see there is some cloudiness in here from the infusion of that green tea. So this is going to taste very green, very strong. So if you love matchas, this will be a great infusion for you. And then for my last one, for my Melbeck, the Argentinian Melbeck, I chose a Kenyan tea that we have. We have a Nandi Gold Kenyan tea. And I know that the membrane, the, the thickness of the leaf itself for this black tea, it's very sweet. It's got golden tips in it and it will pair very nicely and it's very smooth. But also at the same time, because the tea leaves are very mature and thick, I want to make sure that I actually used more weight. So for this one, I actually weighed out um, seven 0.5 grams for this one. All right. So this one had the most. This one was my five grams for the jasmine with Pinot Grigio. I had five grams with my Sencha and Chardonnay. So green teas pair well with um, whiter, lighter um, wines. And darker, darker teas typically pair better with red wines or darker wines. So you want to find those characteristics and let them bloom and come out of them. Yes, it is so cool. Yeah, let me know where you're watching from and what kind of wines you want to experiment with different teas, what kind of flavored teas. And I'm actually going to show three more examples of the um, infusion so you can make this at home and how I actually did it. So let me show you really quickly 
um, a quick tasting of these three before we start infusing three more wines and experiments with them. Now you see that I didn't actually use a full bottle of wine because I want to control how much I'm going to put in. Hi, Jenny from Fairbanks. Thanks for watching us today on the Essence of Tea podcast. And we have lots of people sending hearts and waves on Instagram. We've got UAF also watching there. Awesome. So I'm going to actually just sip straight out of this and see how it is. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is amazing. Okay, I'm honestly, I'm just letting you know, I'm not a fan of jasmine green tea. I'm not a fan of jasmine. <laughs> That's why. But this Pinot Grigio is amazing. Okay, if you want to know what kind of Pinot Grigio I got from Kirkland Costco brand from 2019. Okay, that's what I got. And I used our organic jasmine green tea. And that is, um, oh my goodness, I think I could probably drink this whole thing. And I'm not really a fan of jasmine green tea, but that just pairs so well. It's like that floral sweetness. It's like the nectar of the jasmine that is accentuating with the actual sweet and fruitiness of the Pinot Grigio from Italy. So that one's amazing. That's a keeper for a recipe. Let's see. And you might be wondering, like, that's so weird. She's drinking the tea straight out of, I mean, she's drinking the wine with the tea leaves just in there. Well, the thing is, I could have put it in a steeper infuser paper sack or something, right? I could have put a strainer ball in it, but I wanted the wine to completely infuse and touch all of the ingredients of the tea itself. I wanted the best full extraction. So that's why I did it like this. And we also have distilleries here locally in Fairbanks, Alaska, where our tea company Sipping Streams is from. And and they actually do the same technique for extracting, um, you know, making infused vodkas, like for at their distillery or different cocktails. So they'll put the straight tea leaves straight in there and kind of just let it cold brew, right? So this is Sencha with Chardonnay, which will be very interesting because I like really high-end Chardonnays, but I didn't quite find my favorite Chardonnay there. Not bad. This would go really well with sushi. Oh, it's got like a spice and a kick to it. Hmm. Definitely reminds me of like Japanese, Asian food, some sort of dish with rice. This, I'm surprised how good this is because when Brian, my husband, smelled this, he was like, mm -mm, I don't want that. Because, well, first of all, he's not really a green tea drinker. He thought he was a green tea drinker when he first met me. Turns out he likes black teas. But that is actually really good. It is smooth. It is a little dry, like Chardonnays are. You get this little kick of spice in there somehow. And it also has like slight green vegetal notes that make sense with some of that dryness. And But it's still creamy feeling. Like it just permeates throughout your mouth. Like you're breathing out this creamy greenness, but in a wine. So I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that is amazing too. Okay, and then we have our new Kenyan black tea, the Nandi Gold, which we'll be carrying very soon on our website. And this is an amazing um, black tea. 
very robust and sweet too. And I put it in a Melbic and I used more of the black tea because it is very thick. So the sencha is very thin. It infuses very easily. The jasmine is very pungent in, in a good way, in a very floral, you know, perfumey, aromatic way that you'd want in a jasmine. But I also put in not too much tea because I didn't want the jasmine to be overpowering. I wanted to pair it with the sweet fruity notes of Pinot Grigio. Now this Melbeck, I'm a big fan of Melbecks. I could probably drink a whole bottle of Melbeck in one sitting, but we'll try this out and see how it pairs with this Nandi Kenyan Golden Tips black tea. Oh, interesting. It's not bad. It's good in a different way. So for those of you who might like a burgundy or you like a good porter, something darker, more woodsy, this definitely gives that woodsy feel that you don't typically taste in a Melbeck, like that corky barrel type of feel to it. It's nice, it's sweet, it's got that tang in it. And then you almost feel this robustness, roundness with the black tea that's infused in it. Very, very fascinating. So I would like this one too. I think these are all great. Now let's experiment with making our own. Let me show you how I do that. So I have three more of these little, um, is it called a pint size jar? It's pretty small, half a pint jar. And the reason why I chose the standard of five grams to begin with is usually five grams of tea is what you'd use in eight ounces. And this kind of looked like a little bit less than two cups to me. So I chose to use the standard of a, what the serving would be for tea if you're going to make a regular cup of tea. Now remember, you do need to cold brew this overnight and it will taste very different if you, um, if you make the extraction and taste it at a different temperature. So with your olfactory experience and with your taste buds and your palate, temperature definitely matters. So if I was to drink these infused wines that I made in warm room temperature, it would taste completely different than coming out of a cooler at a cooler temperature. So let me show you how I weigh out these teas and we'll try some new experiments with different flavors of um, teas with the same wines. Okay. This Pinot Grigio, let's see what's in my tea chest. Okay, some of you are like, man, how does she pull out all this tea? Honestly, I have tea everywhere. So um, being a tea specialist, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have like an endless supply of tea. And being a tea company, I can get amazing tea from all over the world and share it with you. So I'm going to try something different. I'm going to actually infuse our Alaskan award-winning Arctic Bliss with the Pinot Grigio because Pinot Grigio is very light. And so we're going to actually weigh out but um, the Arctic Bliss that is extremely fluffy, light, delicate. It has white tea in it. It has Alaskan whole 
fireweed flower buds in it. It also has low bush cranberry. So those fruity notes, those slight sweet notes that you get in a white tea, that's what we're going to hopefully get pairing in here and bring out those wonderful characteristics. So I teared my scale and I'm going to, I know this is a pretty light tea. So I'm actually going to do, let's see what five grams looks like, but we might boost it up to seven and a half grams. You know what? I think five grams is just good. Because this, I'm, now that I'm seeing how much vegetalness is in here, I want to be careful if I'm wanting to accentuate the fruity notes of the Pinot Grigio and the fruity notes of the cranberry, okay? So I have that on here. Just five grams of our Alaskan award-winning um, locally harvested Arctic Bliss. This Arctic Bliss won third place at the North American Tea Championship. So I'm going to just infuse in and pour in just to the bottom line. And I wanna pour my wine over the leaves if I can, because you'll see that some of the tea leaves will actually float to the top and they're not gonna sink. So, I mean, you can do it two different ways. You can pour it over to try to get the, the tea to soak into the wine, or you can try to close it up and shake it. <laughs> shake it so it's all infused in there. Close it off pretty tight. You're gonna shake it and get all the tea leaves wet in there, okay? So now that I have it all infused in there, and that's what's nice about using a mason jar, is that I'm going to let that sit overnight, okay? So make sure you label, I don't even know if I have more post-its, but remember, hey, this is Arctic Bliss with the Pinot Grigio. Okay, got that one done already. And then I'm going to do the Chardonnay, which I really, really liked it with the, the Sencha Japanese green tea. This time we're going to try it with our award-winning Tiquan Yin Oolong. Oh, Oolongs are also my favorite tea, and the Tiquan Yin is my favorite. So two great pairings so far that I think is my favorite wine, which is a Chardonnay, actually. And then we're going to pair it and infuse it with a Tiquan Yin Oolong. So I know I have some Tiquan Yin Oolong here. And it's very thick. Um, Tiquan Yin Oolong leaves are very thick and, and are very slow to open up. They can be re-steeped up to six times. So knowing that about the tea, I'm going to, again, just put in five grams of it because it can end up being very powerful and strong. And so I don't want to overpower um, into a lot of vegetalness with the Chardonnay because the Chardonnay has these nice light fruity notes that are kind of dry and mild too with it. So I'm going to put in five grams of Tiquan and Oolong. Oh, Jenny says, will you be selling any of the tea wine infusions in your store? Unfortunately, I do not own a liquor license. So... I don't think it's actually legal for me to sell any form of alcohol. And none of my employees have, I think it's called a TAPS card, which you need to serve alcohol. So um, unfortunately, I will not be selling any wine-infused teas, but we are, just letting you know, we are working on new honey uh, tea infusions. So infusing tea in raw honey. So that's what we're working on for 2021 that we're super excited about. But for personal use, 
this is why I'm sharing this with you, all my secrets of how I, as a foodie, come up with these recipes. I have taught multiple times cheese and tea pairing classes, chocolate and tea pairing classes, tea blending classes, all these things that we offer and we'll be offering more in our exclusive university program. So if you go to sippingstreams.com, you can sign up to be part of the university membership where we have all of our classes completely open to you and you have 24-7 access to them. So you get to learn everything behind the scenes at Sipping Streams and everything that I personally love to do for myself in the world of tea. So we'll be offering more of those types of classes. So far, we have the essence of tea, kombucha culture, matcha madness, the five days of tea, the essential immune boosting tea workshop. And next year, we'll be working on our certified tea specialist course and also our food and tea pairing courses too. So lots of things that you want to become and join the Universa-T program. So I'll have a link below later on. But right now, we've got our tea Kuan Yin Oolong, only five grams with the Chardonnay. And unfortunately, I would be teaching this in person at the tea house where you would learn how to infuse wines with tea, but COVID. So you can listen to it on our live podcast right now. So I'm going to shake it just a little bit. You don't always have to shake it, but if you think the wine isn't going to penetrate and infuse fully in the tea, you know, and, and give it a good extraction of it, you need to make sure that the tea is fully submerged in the wine. So that's another one. So we've got the art. Oh my goodness. It already is turning this beautiful. I don't know if you can see this or not. This beautiful pink color. It's already extracting the thin porous membranes of the fireweed flowers and the um, low bush cranberries already with the Pinot Grigio. It's turning this beautiful pink color already. So if you look on the side, I don't know if you can see on the side, um, but there's actually this beautiful pink hue that is happening already. Wow. That is going to be an amazing treat. These are things you can do for the holidays, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's that's coming up. So you want to test these recipes before you, you know, make a full bottle of wine with it. Or you can be like me, who I just like flights of wine. So I'm making all these different types of wine-infused um, teas or tea-infused wines, whatever you want to call it. All right, our last one, which is going to be with a Melbeck, okay? Again, you want to try to pick something darker and to pair it well, depending on that kind of wine and what its characteristics are. So typically, I like the dark, smooth fruitiness of a Melbeck. It's just, I don't know, not super sweet and tangy to me. So let's see. What do you think we should try with the Melbeck? Hmm. Let's see what we have in my drawer of teas. And sometimes what's very interesting is something polarizing. Sometimes it makes a really good experiment and a really good tasting tea. Well, I do have, oh, ooh, let's try this because, ooh, it's also grown in Argentina. This is not a tea. This is our organic roasted yerba mate. So the organic roasted yerba mate from Sipping Streams, I know the characteristics of this roasted yerba mate is very sweet. 
in the end. It's got this roasted, robust flavor, mild, smooth, and a nice lingering sweet finish to it. Now, if you know anything about yerba mates, they are also grown throughout South America, including Argentina. So this is our organic roasted yerba mate. It has a very, very um, uniform cut leaf that isn't as thin as a um, as thin as essentia. So I'm actually going to do the same thing where I'm going to do 7.5 grams to get a really good extraction of the sweet notes and those dark kind of creamy roasted notes that you could possibly get with a pairing of this. So this is roasted yerba mate. This is not a tea at all. And we're going to infuse it with the Malbec from Argentina. I wonder if it's going to give me more of that corky barrel type of oaky flavor like the, the Nandi um, Kenyan golden tips black tea ended up doing so i love some of that darkness that that roastedness that we can sometimes get with um experimenting with bringing out earthy tones what i'm gonna do is just infuse these overnight and there is no unlimited oh hey Mackenzie. hey thanks for watching there is no no limits to all the different types of infused tea wines you can make out there. There's so many, so many choices out there. And so um, feel free to experiment and see what kind of great tea wine infusions you can make. Now, we're not mixing a cup of tea and a glass of wine. We're not mixing the two liquids. What we're doing is we're taking the raw tea leaves and infusing them straight into the raw or the, the bottle of wine in a container. So if you want to and you find your favorite one, you could just put the tea leaves straight in the bottle if you wanted to. Now, when you take it to serve, you're going to want to strain out the tea leaves so people don't drink the tea leaves. But yesterday, for today's demonstration, the jasmine pearls with Pinot Grigio was amazing. Then I did Sencha, Japanese Sencha with Chardonnay. It was also very, very good. I was very surprised on that one. And this Nandi Gold um, from Kenya that we're going to start carrying soon. And if you're part of the university program, that is one of our guest speakers, is one of the Kenyan tea producers for next month. So if you're interested in signing up for the university program, just go to sippingstreams.com and you'll find it there or go to universa-t.com and you can sign up there too. So I infused that with the, the Melbeck from Argentina. Then today I infused, and you can already see the color change, this pink hue of the Arctic Bliss, our Alaskan fireweed and lowbush cranberry blend with white tea with the Pinot Grigio. And then I did the Tiquan Yin Oolong with the Chardonnay. And then I did the roasted yerba mate with the Melbeck. And so that'll be very interesting. But those are some reasons of how I came up with those pairings about knowing the flavor profile of those wines. Now, these are all wines that I thoroughly enjoy. And knowing the characteristics of the tea and highlighting them together to infuse and accentuate the best qualities and characteristics of the wine and the tea. And that's what you do when you do wine infused with tea or tea infused wines. And 
I really hope you have a great time with experimenting all those different drinks for the holidays if you're, you know, able to drink. Also, we did have a giveaway, like we said, every Tuesday until Christmas, we're giving away a prize and we were asking people to send in their ratings and reviews. And so our tea advent calendar, I want to announce the prize winner of our 24 days of tea advent calendar because this is super special. We've been making it for several years and every year we try to make it even better. And so each day literally can make up to four cups of tea or a pot of tea. They're all 24 different types of loose leaf teas in there. And we became number one Advent Tea Calendar of the Year on Destination Tea this year, which was amazing. Such an honor. And so we had asked for people to send in their ratings and reviews and send us a screenshot and email it to hello at sippingstreams.com because every Tuesday we're giving away another free gift for a lucky winner who had submitted their rating and review for us. So if you submit your rating and review on the Essence of Tea podcast on Apple or Stitcher.com, and if you go to Stitcher, you do need to create an account and you need to submit the rating and re review on the actual desktop version. I couldn't find it on the actual, like on my phone through a browser, but when I went on the desktop, I could see where people could submit it. So you definitely wanna screen grab that and send that to us because we also have more prizes next week. So this week's winner for the Loose Leaf Tea Advent Calendar is Lynette. And Lynette says in her rating and review, her positive rating and review for us, she gave us five stars and she said, Jenny is so knowledgeable. I wish I could see the tea trees in Yunnan and the ancient tea horse road. Her positive energy made me want to sip on the grandma's tea. And she's referring to the episode when I'm talking about this rare, unique tea that I found in Yunnan province that actually has the whole Camellia sinensis flower plants in it from this 80-year-old woman who had made this very special batch of pu'er and how I bought the whole batch when I had gone to Yunnan. But the history of a little bit of pu'er and the tea horse road. So if you love listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, whether watching it live in video or listening it to anywhere where you listen to podcasts, please send us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it. And you can submit those either on Apple Podcasts or stitcher.com through the desktop. But make sure you send a screen grab before you hit the submit button so it doesn't get lost in their review process for podcasts because they definitely want to make sure that all these ratings and reviews are legit ratings and reviews. So congratulations, Lynette. We are sending you your own 24 days of tea advent calendar that was rated number one this year for tea advent calendars. And for those of you who want to learn a lot more about tea and the health benefits of tea, I'm also offering the immune boosting tea workshop absolutely free after the holidays. Because right now it's kind of crazy with everything that's going on for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, school's going to be out, virtual school for kids and all those things at the end of 2020. So starting December 28th and 29th, we have a free two-day workshop. 
fans, you can catch the replays those two days, anytime during your available schedule, but I will be going live six times, three times on December 28th and three times on December 29th. So sign up today at sippingstreams.com and you'll be instantly sent the workbook. Yes, it is a full legit class. It's worth over $250 and it is all about the health benefits of tea how to stay healthy and create your own wellness plan as we boost ourselves into 2021. So sign up today there and we can't wait to see you on our next episode of the essence of tea and also in the essential immune boosting tea workshop. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy holidays. Stay safe. And, and we just wish you the best of the end of 2020. By the way, we have an absolutely amazing opportunity for you. It is called the Essential Immune Boosting Tea Workshop, and it is absolutely free starting December 28th and 29th. We have only offered this workshop one other time for free, and you can sign up at www.sippingstreams.com. It's all about staying healthy and developing your self-care and wellness through tea. So make sure you tell your friends and family to join today.